0: Hey friend, motherhood gets hard. Entrepreneurship gets hard, but together we can do hard things. This is the Mom CEO Suite. In the suite, there's no shade and no shaming, just sharing and support so we can all thrive at this intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Felicia, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. Join me as I share my journey, challenges, and aha moments along with the experiences and expertise of other modern-day moms in business. Welcome to The Suite. Hey, friends. Welcome to The Suite. So today I want to talk to you guys about what I would do differently if I were to start my entrepreneurial journey all over. Over the years, I've made a ton of mistakes and learned lots of lessons. And so I just want to share those with you today in the hopes that it'll help you in your journey. So first, if you didn't hear about my journey and how I started in entrepreneurship, I share a little bit of that in episode one of this podcast. So make sure you go and listen to episode one. But I mentioned how I started, how I had quit my job. And the first thing that I would do differently is that I would start with a plan. I literally started this journey with no plan. And that was a huge mistake. I had no idea who I would be serving, what I would be selling, how I was going to make money. I just wanted to help people. And that's not good enough for a business. And so that's the first thing that I would do. I would have a solid plan going into this, having been through the ringer. Since I started and just seeing how challenging it already is without a plan, it made it so much more difficult. And so that is literally the one thing that I would immediately start with is start with a plan. I would also do more market research. I would have more conversations with people about the challenges that they were facing, what the needs of the market really were, instead of me trying to guess or just make something up or assume based on things that I saw on social media or just saw from afar or from things I experienced in my own personal life, I would have done extensive, extensive market research so I could really understand the needs of my ideal client And I could create something that was a solution to their problem. And it wouldn't be me trying to figure out what that problem is. I would know what the problem is and I would have that solution readily available. So now that my audience is mompreneurs, this would look like speaking to 100 mompreneurs to understand really what the challenges are for them in their business when it comes to their operations. The next thing that I would do is that I would get clear on my messaging and my positioning. I found it very challenging to pinpoint my messaging because I wasn't clear on who it was that I was serving and what their needs were, going back to this market research piece. And so it was hard for me to really speak to a particular audience because I had not had enough conversations with people in that audience. And so I could not get clear on my messaging and then how I would be positioned as the solution to the challenges that they were facing. And so I would spend more time. In 2022, I spent a lot of time with my messaging, narrowing down my niche, Um, But it took years, a couple of years for me to really understand how important that aspect of the business was. And so I would definitely, from the jump, get clear on my messaging and how I would be positioning myself in the market. Next, I would hire coaches and consultants sooner. I spent years in my business trying to figure things out, trying to DIY. Part of it was budget, but it was not always budget. I just was operating in this silo. I have this mentality of I can figure it out. But in having that mentality, I was wasting a lot of time. I wasted precious time just trying to figure things out where I could have hired coaches to help me navigate this space that I had no clue about. They could have helped me really with understanding my business and creating a plan for my business and getting clear on my messaging. But I was trying to figure it out on my own. I was piecing together a bunch of information from different people. And so I did not have a strong plan because I was piecemealing information. And from the jump, I would hire I would identify my needs in my own business, and this is what I did at the top of the year. I identified my needs. I identified the gaps where I felt I was weak, and I went and I sought out people who were skilled in this area and got the support that I needed. It's no more trying to figure it out by myself. The only things that I'm trying to figure out are how I can serve my clients better. But in terms of the different pieces of operating a business, wherever I am weak or wherever I can get information that is going to accelerate me or put me on a faster track, I'm making that investment and I'm looking at it as an investment because there should be some return. And so, yes, when you are making these investments in hiring coaches and consultants, you have to do your due diligence to make sure. Um, that they are going to be providing you with information that's going to be beneficial and that is going to push you to where it is you need to go, right? But if you have done your due diligence, you should expect some type of return on that investment. And it does not necessarily have to be a monetary return. It could just be the clarity that you receive, right? I spent a lot of time unclear and having a strategist be able to help me to get these thoughts out of my head and create a clear plan, they gave me clarity to then be able to take action in my business. So again, I would hire coaches and consultants sooner. Also, when you are looking at your investments, think about what your learning style is. Two pieces to this. So I would understand what your learning style is, and then I will also understand the timing of this investment that you're about to make, right? It might be something that you do need to focus on in your business at some point, but it might not be the time right now to make that investment. Case in point, I invested in a Facebook ads course. And for me, yes, at some point I'm going to need that information, but it was not the right time for me to invest in that. There were other more pressing issues going on that I needed to address, and Facebook ads was not going to help those issues. And so think about what do you need right now in your business? What gaps do you need to close right now and invest in those? And with the learning style, you know, I mentioned that I did group programming and I'm realizing that I need something that's a little bit more hands-on. So if it is group, then there needs to be an additional support or coaching component. Um, For some people, a course may work. Courses don't really work for me anymore. I just need something a little bit more high touch. And that's just going to get me my results quicker. So think about the timing of your investment and how you learn so you can make the proper type of investment in a program. Next, I would get into a community of peers and people who are further along than me. For a long time I. Just kept myself isolated. And I mentioned on my Facebook that I had to think about why I was doing this. You know, why was I operating in a silo? And part of the reason was because I was trying to avoid clicks. And this stemmed back to things uh, from when I was younger, not having great experiences with clicks. And because I was trying to avoid clicks in the process, I had missed out on community and I missed out on valuable connections. And so I would get in community of like-minded individuals and people who are further along so your eyes can be opened, so you can be exposed to the possibilities. And so there's a plethora of groups and masterminds that you can join or invest in so that you can constantly be in an environment where you are being sharpened where you are expanding your mindset mindset is such a huge piece of this entrepreneurial journey and so get in a community and engage in that community as well the next thing that I would do is to price my offers for profitability (laughs) Um, I struggle with pricing for so long And I would just pick numbers out of the sky. So I would really look at my capacity, look at the transformations, look at the revenue goals, figure out what the profit needed to be, and then create my pricing based on all of those things, not just a dollar amount that I thought people could afford. One of the things that I struggled with was having this need to want to help people, or proactively discounting before someone could even say they couldn't afford it. I was already offering them a discount. And so I was lowballing. I was just selling myself short and not respecting my own gift and not respecting my own time. And so the prices have gone up. (laughs) The prices have gone up. But from the start, you need to price your offers for profitability. And a lot of times When people leave a nine to five job or they leave corporate, they come into entrepreneurship for this sense of freedom, whether it's financial freedom or time freedom. And if you do not have the proper pricing, then you have just created a situation where you might not be working those long hours for the nine to five or for corporate, but you are going to be putting in more work in your business and that financial freedom and that time freedom that you were seeking will seem like it's never coming because of the way that you priced your offers. The next thing that I would do differently is that I would show up consistently. So I would show up in waves in my business. And part of that was because going back to the beginning, I was not very clear on who I was talking to. I wasn't clear on what what my services were, was not clear on a lot of things. And so I lacked clarity and that hindered me from being able to confidently show up. And so I was inconsistent with how I showed up in my business. And the inconsistency does not help you to be looked at as an expert or as an authority. And then finally, I would learn how to sell, especially online. I would learn how to sell. And that's a part of one of the gaps I identified in my business. So I am going to be getting support in that specific area, learning how to sell in a specific type of way for this online environment that I am in. But learning how to sell is a skill that if you have a business and you don't have salespeople in your business, then you are the salesperson, right? When we think about big box stores or if we think about large corporations, they have entire sales departments. Even when you go into the stores, they have salespeople on the floor. And a lot of times as a solopreneur, we don't know how to operate in that role of the salesperson in the business. If I were to do this all over again, I would get the skills up front to learn how to sell, especially in this digital environment that we are in today. And so Those are just a few of the things that I have learned along the way. If I could go back and do things differently, these are the things that I would focus on. And, you know, I hope that this resonated with you. Maybe you have experienced some of these things, or maybe there were some other things that you experienced as you were going on your entrepreneurial journey. But wherever you find yourself in the journey right now, just know that it is never too late To right your wrongs. (laughs) It's never too late to get the help and the support that you need. You just need to make a decision and start to take action. Just make a decision and start to take action. Because if you do not, then next year you're going to find yourself in the same position and you're going to find yourself saying things like, I should or I need to, instead of being able to say, I did this, I did that. So I want to encourage you today, make a decision on what you need to do in your business and take action on it. There's so many resources out there for businesses. Just find a community that's in alignment with your values and your goals and go make it happen. Thank you guys for joining me in the suite and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Mom CEO Suite Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can you do us a favor? Leave a review on iTunes and share with other moms in business like you. Help us spread our message and empower others who are at this intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship.